0: Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel podcast. Often say in this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His Vessel. I really wanted to lighten up this week for the podcast and talk with you about something maybe lighter, something a little more encouraging and uplifting. But looking around, our nation needs healing. We need to be made whole again. The enemy always works to divide. And all around us, we see works, things that are happening to divide us. And the answer for division is unity. Of course, we got that. But God wants to heal us. He wants to put us back together whole again. So today, I want to talk with you about healing. And the point where healing, true healing, begins for an individual, for a nation. And it's really one word, fellowship. The pathway to healing is through fellowship. Now, I'm not talking about another social gathering down at the church where everybody brings a pot look, dinner and we have a great fellowship and we sit around and we have wonderful conversations with one another. I'm talking about a gathering at the church where we're broken on the altar and we see our heart the way God sees us, the way God saw us when He allowed Jesus, his son, to go to the cross and to be beaten and bruised and wounded for our transgressions. How does that healing take place? And how do we get there through fellowship? I want you to listen in carefully to one scripture and then I want to encourage you to go back and read this scripture in context. But Isaiah 53, verse 5. Now, we're familiar with Isaiah 53 talking about the suffering Savior that was going to have to come to save the world. But specifically, the scripture says in Isaiah 53, 5, But he, Jesus, who was to come, was wounded for our transgressions. What's transgressions? Transgressions is for outright rebellion against God, where you are rebellious in your behavior, in your actions, in your thoughts, and you are angry with God. And Jesus was wounded for that very thing. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. By his wounds, how he was beaten and he was wounded. His woundedness was on behalf of our transgressions, on behalf of our rebellion, our rebellious attitude toward God. That word stripes there, like, or your translation may say wounds, is an ancient Hebrew word that comes from a root word that is translated in our English language, fellowship. So what is God saying? He's saying, by His fellowship, we are healed. By coming into fellowship with Jesus, will bring healing. See, Jesus was willing to bear the stripes to bring us back into fellowship with Him. And once we come back into fellowship with Him, we experience healing. That's when we are made whole. That's when we have life. Not just eternal life, but life. The very life of Jesus breathed into us. So, how do we heal a nation? How do we begin to put us back together again? Well, we're all praying it. 2 Chronicles 7, 14. And we can all quote it. And it's laid out step by step what to do. He says, if my people who were called by my name. Hey, that's us. That is us. If we will humble ourselves and pray and seek God's face and turn from our wicked ways, then... Okay, then once we do something, then God will respond. God says, I will hear from heaven, which is where I reside. So what specifically do we do? It requires more than prayer. It requires us to take action. And I contend that our nation must come back in fellowship with God. My people, hey, that includes us today, the church. We are out of fellowship with God. And you see, we were supposed to keep the church holy. We were supposed to have the church, a people set apart for God. Why? So we could win the world to Christ by the life that we live. See, 2 Chronicles 7, 13 and 14 is really God's response to Solomon. After Solomon built the temple, then he had a prayer of dedication And he prayed these things to God. And God's just responding to Solomon. And in that prayer, it's important to note that Solomon understands how important it is to keep the temple holy. See, we have the same mission today. We were to keep the church holy. We were to stay in fellowship with God. And I believe God's moving to get our attention as a nation to get us back in fellowship with Him. Why? Because Deuteronomy 4.24, God is a jealous God. He is jealous for us. That means he wants to protect our relationship with him to keep us from destruction so that we can continue to be in relationship with God and experience the blessings of God. We pray this all the time. God bless America. Well, we want God to bless us and God is ready to bless us, but he's a jealous God. And so when he sees us, Where we're out of fellowship with Him, God has to move to bring us back into fellowship because He's jealous. That's the great protection that He has for us. And see, we get so far from God that we start to destroy ourselves. Because then we depend on ourselves and we don't depend on God. And then we think we don't need fellowship with God. But in 2 Chronicles 7, 13, God says that, I'll get your attention. And see, I see this as a progression. God said, I'm going to get your attention when I see that you're not protecting my temple. Hey, when you're not keeping Christians, the church holy, a holy place for me, my name exalted over the nation. There are things that I will do. As he says in Second Chronicles seven thirteen. he said, When I shut up the heaven, heaven, that's where God lives, and there's no rain, or I command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among my people. In other words, God will take action. And he said, I up in heaven here where I live, and I'm going to do something to the land down there where you live because I want to get your attention because I am just that protective of my name and who I am and my relationship with my people because I want fellowship with my people. So from heaven where God lives, he does something. And he does something to the earth where God's people live. And God's people there he's talking about is the nation, the nation. So I believe that we can look around and see what's happening that is dividing us where our land is not healed. And we can look and see God is speaking to bring our nation back to him so he can heal our land. Well, the first thing he says that when you see there's no rain, see, when you have no rain, what happens? The land dries up. There's no water and there's a thirst John 7:38 Jesus was speaking to his disciples and he said Out of your heart shall flow rivers of living water as in the rain, as the rain would flow. He is saying, you stay connected with me. And spirit, the Holy Spirit, will fill your spirit. And it will be a continuous flow as long as you connected. Hey, in fellowship with God. But you see, because of our sin, our transgression, our rebellion toward God, the land is dry. And we're to come to God through His Son, Jesus, as our source of water. And when we do that, we become powerful. That's the Holy Spirit flowing and working through us, the very depth of us, that that heart, that spirit man, the Holy Spirit flowing through you so that you have power. The church is to operate in power, not in their own power, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. And it was to continuously flow through God's people, always. Nothing to inhibit it. But what would inhibit it? Rebellion toward God, transgressions, our iniquities, our sins. And God says, I'll withhold the rain. And he's saying, I'm going to make you thirsty for me again. Because you see, we have satisfied our thirst with materialism. In America, I mean, we've become greedy people, selfish people. And we just keep hoarding more and more and more. And we want power. We're thirsty for power and influence. We see this in so many arenas. We are thirsty for sexual lust. Sexual perversion is running wild. And we see these things manifested. And God said, I want you thirsty for me. Because when you thirst for me, the power of the Holy Spirit will flow through you. And it will, hey, it will be manifested in the land. And so the church is to welcome the Holy Spirit again. We have quenched the Holy Spirit of God. And we're to let the Holy Spirit flow through us. So the complete work of the Trinity can can work in our land to heal us. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. But God says, you know, if the holding up the rain doesn't do it, there he says there in 2 Chronicles 7:13, then I'll send locusts. That's an insect. That insects that swarm the land and they eat on the vegetation, what did they do? They devour the very things the people need. They take the nourishment from the land. It's a symbol of God's judgment. And then God says, if that doesn't work, he says, I will bring pestilence. Every time I see the word pestilence in the Word of God, I sit up straight and take attention because you know what that word means? It means a punishment that results in death. Pestilence comes from a root word that means speak it. And what that says to me is that when God has had enough, when we do not turn back to Him, when we don't keep the church holy, when we stay out of fellowship with God long enough, God at some point will say, I've had enough. And he will speak. And when he speaks, he will speak a pestilence. It will come out of his mouth and it will bring death. And what I'm concerned about is, Are we so out of fellowship with God in our church? Have we quenched the flow of the Holy Spirit of God, become powerless, and now we're dependent upon man's wisdom, man's works, that we've left God out of the picture, that God would at some point say, I've had enough, and speak pestilence and bring death to a nation rather than heal a nation. I believe with everything within me, God wants to heal our nation. He wants to make us whole. He wants to unite us. No longer allow division to work in our nation. But God is waiting on us to come back into fellowship with him. I I remember about 25 years ago, I saw a a play, America, You're Too Young to Die. It made such an impression upon me. And, And it talked about the sin in the land and how the sin if it continued, was going to bring death to America. And, and I'm thinking, God has really been patient because our sin has gotten even more profound, more outraged, more open, more out there than 25 years ago. And yet God has stayed His hand. He hasn't spoke pestilence yet. And see, that's God's mercy Because we've all got loved ones. We've all got neighbors. Hey, we're on our street every night at 8 o'clock on our street corner in our neighborhood. And we are praying for the salvation of any neighbors. People that don't know God. Praying for our city. See, we've all got neighbors and possibly. And we've got loved ones. We've got rebellious people that need to know Jesus. Because I... I think about Luke 16, and and we just need to get that vision back in our mind again. Luke 16 gives us a very clear picture of what it looks like when people die without Jesus. And they're going to spend an eternity in hell. And the torment that they will suffer. See, God hasn't spoken pestilence yet. Because he wants to heal our land. And we're praying for God to heal. But God's waiting for us to come back in fellowship. But the church must act. And I believe the church has to act now. We have to come back and say, hey, call a fellowship meeting at the church. What does that mean? Welcome the Holy Spirit. Get on the altar. Leave your potluck at home. And bring your heart. And get on the altar and cry out to God. Why? So that His name, once again, will be great over this nation. His name will be made known over this nation. And then that's when God will bless us. He will bless us. God will heal the land. If we just come back in fellowship, admit our sin, confess our sin, Repent of our sin and return to God. And purpose going forward, God will be exalted in the land. So I call the church, church, let's come back to fellowship. But fellowship with Father God. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334-356-4478 And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become his vessel.